Hello and welcome to our Secular Overeaters podcast series, where you'll hear from speakers who have found recovery from food and other addictions without God. For additional information, go to secularovereaters.org. And now let's get to today's podcast. Hello and welcome to this temporary sponsorship workshop. My name is Carolina. I'm a compulsive overeater and a member of the Secular Overeaters workshop team. Our trusted servants for today are Jenny, Kay, and myself. As many of you know, we don't have many secular sponsors, and it can be difficult to know when you're ready and how to start sponsoring. We'll address some of those issues today during the Secular Overeaters Workshop for temporary sponsoring. This is not a workshop for people who are looking for sponsors, but an introduction for people looking to become a temporary sponsor. Take it away, Jenny. Thanks, Carolina. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenny. I'm a sugar addict and compulsive eater and an atheist, and my pronouns are she and her. I've been in OA for seven years, and I've maintained a 60-pound weight loss as well as continued abstinence from binging. And I've also been involved with secular overeaters from the start. Uh, Two years ago, the secular community did a survey, and one of the top issues that came up was that we have a lack of secular sponsors. And I remember feeling this personally, because when I started seven years ago, my first sponsor who led me through steps one through three, she was also a temporary sponsor. She had traditional 12-step views, and she did believe in a higher power and prayer, and she really wasn't equipped to help me as an atheist work through the steps. She even recommended that I read chapter four in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, Um, It's called We Agnostics. And, you know, you hear that title and you're very hopeful. But if you read the chapter, it basically says that if we agnostics stick around long enough, we'll come to our senses and believe in God because that's what everybody else does. And it's brought recovery for them. And so if we try it, it's going to work for us. And this is even mirrored in OA's chapter on step two, where it talks, you you feel very encouraged that it's okay to be an atheist agnostic in this program, but then it's like, yeah, but then you're going to get it. And, you know, you're going to understand that you need a higher power. And so that can be, you know, really hard. And I remember having to say the third step prayer that was part of the routine when I worked step three after I was done. And I was just crying because I'm like, I can't do this and I'm not going to be able to do away if this is what it's about. And I I can't fake it till I make it. It just really seemed like a huge lie. And I almost dropped out of the program. But I did find a second sponsor who I still work with. And she is a pantheist who believes that God is everywhere. But she's also a feminist. And she has several atheist and agnostic sponsees. And so she's really understanding of our objections of the traditional OA literature And, you know, she really did try her best to help me work the steps in a secular manner, but she really wasn't aware of secular 12-step resources, which could have made my journey so much easier. And I'm just, you know, so thankful for Zoom. Our community has grown and, you know, we're now sharing so many resources with each other that are really helpful. So once I worked through the 12 steps the first time, I felt ready to sponsor and it happened organically. Somebody just asked me. And we've been working together for six years. I've had several sponsees, and I've always made it a point to work with secular people, people who don't believe, you know, that a magical being is going to come and help them with their problems and their recovery. 
I currently have two agnostic sponsees who have spiritual practices and three sponsees is kind of my limit. And when my third sponsee and I stopped working together last summer, I decided to dedicate my third slot to secular temporary sponsorship. And it was really hard to be at secular meetings and to hear the desperation of so many people looking for secular sponsors and there just being no one available. And, you know, I couldn't adopt them all. So I decided to try temporary sponsorship just to get people started so that they could learn about resources. And so with the help of the team here today and uh, the pilot group of sponsors and sponsees who have worked this program, we put together and tweaked a 10-week temporary sponsorship program that helps sponsees get started leads them through both the traditional and secular versions of step one through three, exposes them to secular recovery resources, and guides them in building a secular recovery community. So when the 10 weeks is up, they won't be stranded. And this program is still a work in progress, and I am not an expert on sponsoring. So as they say, take what you want and leave the rest. Um, And this temporary sponsorship program is also a really good way for new sponsors to get their feet wet. I know a lot of you feel nervous about sponsoring, and so this is just a 10-week commitment. You only have to work with someone through step three, and the other requirements are it's good to be abstinent and also to have a sponsor who can mentor you if you have questions. And when the 10 weeks are up, you can reconsider whether you want to continue with your sponsee. And if you do, you'll already have a model to follow to continue with the rest of the steps. This program also works for experienced sponsors who don't want another full-time sponsee, but would like to help a newcomer start the steps and learn more about secular resources. Just as a reminder, today we're only going to be discussing this 10-week secular step model, which is going to be using OA literature supplemented by non-OA secular materials. And even if your sponsee goes on to work with a traditional sponsor, they will have a guide for working the steps in a secular manner. Um, And OA can dictate what materials are used at registered OA meetings, but they can't tell sponsors and sponsees how to work together. Um, So I'm going to go over the materials. And when you leave, you're going to know how to get started. Links will be in the chat. Um, Because I will be going over a lot of material, Please hold your questions until the end, and we're going to have a period of time set aside for question and answers. I'm going to go ahead and go over the packet. And um, we're going to start by looking at the Secular Overeaters website. Um, This is what, if you've never been there before, this is Secular Overeaters website. So I'm going to get into this. So the way that we get to this temporary secular sponsorship is to start at the Secular Readers website. And if you go to the program link at the top, there's a link for sponsors and then sublinks. And there's one that says temporary sponsorship. And I'm going to go ahead and just read this off for the benefit of people who are listening to this um, recording. So you start at the Secular Readers website, look for the program link, and then go to sponsors and temporary sponsorship. So when you land on the temporary sponsorship page, You'll find that the first sublink at the bottom, it says the 10-week program outline. And we're going to go over these two links. The first one says for the sponsor. And this is a six-page PDF handout that includes sponsorship information, sponsee information, and the syllabus for the program. 
The link below it for the sponsee is the exact same stuff that's in the sponsor packet, but it doesn't include the sponsorship information. So we're going to take a look at what that is. And I'm just going to quickly flip through this so you know what's in the packet. Two pages of sponsorship stuff, one page of secular um, sponsee stuff, and then three pages of the syllabus. Okay, we'll go over the experience again, which is that to participate, it's really good to have worked through steps one through three already, to have abstinence and to have a sponsor. And what's involved is that you will be following this 10-week program and follow the syllabus, and you'll be keeping your sponsees on track to finish steps one through three um, by reading secular and traditional OA literature. You're going to make sure that they find an accountability buddy and start looking for a permanent sponsor. Um, you will need to possibly purchase some materials if you don't have them already and become familiar with the other materials on the list. And you will be meeting weekly with your sponsee for an hour to go over the assignments. If this is your first time sponsoring, you can find out more information about how to be a sponsor on the website. And you can order this free packet from us. This is free. You can get it from OA.org for $2 and then $5 shipping and handling, but you could get it from us for free by clicking on this link in the handout. And it's a really good publication. It's got a lot of Q&A things talking about, you know, well, what do I do if my sponsee's not doing the work? And then they give you some suggestions. So it's got some really practical information about sponsoring. I highly recommend that you get that. And then some of the things about how to be a sponsor, one of the most important things is just being a compassionate listener and being also a good role model by having a healthy program. So that could mean being abstinent, that you go to several meetings a week, that you follow a food plan, you know, that you're working the steps and doing service. You're also going to want to learn how to set boundaries and to think about how to handle issues before they come up. Like what should you do if your sponsee isn't doing their homework um, or if they're chronically late or if they start ghosting you. And this also includes how to find a sponsee. And some of the typical ways would be to write a little ad and post them in the chat at a meeting or on the Secular Overeaters Facebook page. And we have a little example of an ad here. You want to make sure to tell them what time zone you're in and what your kind of sponsoring you're going to be doing. And make sure you include your contact information. So many people forget to add things like their phone number or email. Um, so I'm going to go over the required materials. And that's on the uh, right column of the second page. There are some things that are going to be free downloads and then some things which you'll need to purchase. And maybe, you know, you might already have these items. So we've already talked about getting the sponsor packet. One of the first homework assignments is going to be to read Where Do I Start? And this is now available for free on the OA website, but you can get a hard copy from secularovereaters.com if you click on the link that is in the handout there. And it's a 36-page document, so it's really nice to have a hard copy. You can mark it up, and it's just a lot easier than reading the PDF. Another thing that is part of this program is using the traditional OA 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous and the workbook. 
And I know that a lot of this material is really triggering. There's a lot of God stuff in there, but it is the only 12-step material that I'm aware of anyway that is dedicated to, you know, our compulsive eating issues. And there's a lot of really good information in there. So it's one of those situations where you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But that's why we really recommend that you use a secular 12-step book alongside the OA book. And here are three of the popular ones. Um, you don't have to use one of these. You could use something else that you really find valuable. Um, but the point would be that you and your sponsee would have the same book. And so when they're reading the first chapter on um, step one in the OA 12 and 12, they can also read that chapter in their alternative secular book. And then a free handout that we made, this has um, been crowdsourced. This is secular translations of all those God questions that are in the OA workbook. Um, I know when I was doing the workbook, when I was working the steps, I would just skip the ones that talked about God, or I would write angry things in there. I don't believe in you, you know? And so I really wanted to make this more helpful, or we wanted to, and this, so we put it out there, and we had people in our community help rewrite all these questions. And so, like, here's an example of one. If I do not believe in a higher power, can I act as if I'm getting help with my life? How? And I, when I got this, I was like, F you, no, I can't do that. But how about this secular question instead? Since I do not believe in a higher power, how can I get help with my life? And so they're just like really simple translations of these God questions. And this is a four page long PDF document. You know, you can print this out and you can have your sponsee printed out and put it in their workbook. And so when they get to those questions, they will have a way of answering them. And then finally, it's kind of nice to have an alternative secular version of the 12 steps. This is not the end-all, be-all, most perfect set of 12 steps, but it is a secular version and it will give your sponsees an idea of how secular steps could go. And it's just kind of nice for them to have it. They could print this out and also keep it in their workbook. Um, and, you know, the outlay for these materials could be anywhere, you know, between $50 and $60, could be a lot less if you decide to use the digital versions. And it's a good investment, and especially it's a good purchase for your sponsees. So we're going to go back to looking at the packet. We already talked about the required materials. And so here are the things that you're going to want to talk about with your sponsee before you actually start the 10 weeks. You're going to have a first conversation with them and send them a link to their part of the packet, which starts with the pink sheet. And during that first conversation, you want to introduce yourself, talk a little bit about your story, what it was like, um, what happened, how you got to OA, um, and what it's like now. And you're going to want to go over expectations. They need to be on time. They need to do the homework. They need to follow the syllabus. You're also going to want to talk about anonymity. You know, make sure that what is said between the two of you is private and stays between the two of you and that your relationship is private unless both of you decide that it's okay to reveal that. So I'm going to take like a little uh, sidebar here. I heard in a meeting about how to pronounce anonymity. I can't tell you how many times so many people stumble over the word anonymity. So this little hint was to say the word Anna and then say the word Anna Smith. And then say anonymity. Well, there you know how to say it. So, um, so we're going to get back to the packet. And 
Another thing you're going to want to do is to find a hour a week for a regular meeting. You know, you could either do it by phone, you could do it on FaceTime or WhatsApp has a screen option, um, Zoom, or you might even meet in person if you live close enough. You want to make sure that you both have all the required materials on the list. So, you know, just check with them, make sure they own everything on the list. And you're going to want to make sure that you've decided which secular 12-step book you're going to be using. And the homework assignment for the first week, which you'll jump right into, is to read the Where Do I Start brochure, that OA introduction. And then for each meeting, it will be good as a sponsor for you to read all of the readings so that you know what your sponsee is talking about. And I've just noticed for myself, I have not read the traditional OA literature in a long time just because I didn't like it. And I'm actually going back to it and I'm finding, you know, some pearls of wisdom in there and I'm just more open to it. So it's been good for my program to reread all of this stuff. And that's also what sponsoring is about. You know, it's also about helping us stay on top of things. So now I'm going to move to the sheet for the sponsee. And it will tell them what the goals of this 10-week program are going to be. They're going to have read the OA brochure, where do, they, where do I start? They're going to read steps one through three using traditional OA literature as well as secular literature. They're going to work those steps. They're going to find an accountability buddy. And they're going to start looking for more permanent sponsored. Sponsees can expect between an hour to three hours of homework a week, in addition to attending OA and secular OA meetings, and communicating with their temporary sponsor, that being you, and also with their accountability buddy when they get one. And even though that this is a temporary arrangement, they need to know that this is serious and that they need to commit to arriving on time, doing their homework, and that they are working the steps, which means they need to do the work. Again, the required material for the initial outlay could be between $50 and $60. Um, but just, you know, encourage them to think about how much they spent going to a pay-in way or on all those binges, and it makes the investment maybe makes it a little more, have a little more sense. The required materials list, we already went over that. It's exactly the same for the sponsee, except they should also add a journal to their list. What I do want to reiterate, which I hadn't in the beginning, is that it's a really good idea to print out a copy of this, um, these six pages, so that you have them. And once you start working on the syllabus, which is what I've got up on the screen now, you can start writing in the date of the actual meeting that you had. You can start checking out the boxes of the homework that's been done and that you've discussed the things you need to discuss. It's also a really good idea to have a folder on your desktop where you keep all of the digital downloads so that you can just find them easily. And so many of these um, pink links in here, they're hyperlinks. And so when you click on them, they'll take you directly to that resource. And you can't really do that with a piece of paper. So it's kind of good to have the digital copy right there. So I'm not going to go through every single week. I just want to point out some of the highlights. Um, so first, on week one, you've already told them, you know, what the homework was, which was to read the Where Do I Start brochure. And you just want to double check again that they have all the required materials. And um, so the discussion for that first week will be to discuss food plans and to discuss abstinence. And you can share what yours is um, and help them start 
planning what they want to do for a food plan and their abstinence. And, you know, let them know that these things are not set in stone. They change and are tweaked as necessary. Um, you're also going to want to look over the OA9 tools that's on pages five through seven in the Where Do I Start brochure. And I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with these, but plan of eating, sponsorship, meetings, telephone, writing, literature, action plan, and anonymity. And they should plan on using these tools every week. And then they should identify at least three different meetings that they're going to be attending. And if they click on this hyperlink, they'll find a list of all the secular meetings. And then the homework for the next week is you've already had this discussion about food plans. So they should finalize what their food plan is going to be, you know, at least for now. And then they can make a list of their red, yellow, and green light foods. And it explains here what that means. And they should also be thinking about what they want as their definition of abstinence. And they should go to at least three meetings um, and use all the nine tools. And so then this just goes through, you know, talks about what the homework is. And then the next week, everything with a bullet is what will be happening during your hour-long discussion. And since this program is focusing on step sponsoring, they may need to get like an accountability buddy to send their food to. Or maybe that's something that you would be open to. That might be something that you would want to add to what you want to work on with them. But it's kind of good to put that on an accountability buddy because hopefully that relationship will, you know, outlast your temporary sponsorship relationship. And so basically every week, though, once they start working the steps, they're going to listen to the alternative versions of step one, the recording from our Secular Overeaters alternative 12-step monthly discussion meeting. We had recordings and they're about 30 to 35 minutes and there are a bunch of you know, different secular people talking about their views on that particular step. So it's really could be an addition to learning about step one. And there's also this discussion guide that they can download. And there's a page that has all the versions of step one, not all, I shouldn't say that there are like eight versions of step one. And only one of them is the traditional one, the rest are secular versions. So it gives them an idea about secular steps. And the next page has a bunch of insights on like how to work a secular step. And so it's, this is just like a additional resource for them. And so they can listen to that recording and they can look at the guide, but they're also going to read the pages in the secular 12 step book and in the OA 12 and 12 book on that particular step. And then they're going to start using the workbook and they will answer pretty much every week. They'll be doing six questions from the workbook and uh, they should also be trying to use the all nine tools sometime during the week. Um, so this is just kind of the pattern for this. And I'm going to jump to the next page for week four. People are encouraged to start looking for an accountability buddy. If they don't have one already, they click on this link. They can listen to a recording about how to find an accountability buddy and what accountability buddies can do. There's also a link that goes to a, a one page PDF on accountability buddies. And it's just a really good, you know, resource for them to get one. We're trying to help them grow their recovery community and, you know, they can have more than one even. And then on week six, all of a sudden, the OA 12 and 12 workbook is going to start getting really gaudy and there's going to be God questions in there and people are going to be like, I don't really want to answer that. So that's when you go to those secular translations of the God questions, which um, 
look like this. We talked about that. Hopefully they've already downloaded that. They printed it, so they've got it available. And let's see what else I want to point out. In week seven, you're going to want to start having a discussion with them about finding a more permanent sponsor. And maybe at this point, you're like, wow, this secular sponsoring thing is not so bad. I want to stick with this person. And I really like them. And I want to keep working with them. And so maybe you might you know, continue to sponsor them. Or maybe you're like, okay, this was enough for me. And you're going to want to help them find a more permanent sponsor. So there are other recordings to listen to. There's other PDFs, these links that they can look at. And part of their homework will be to write an ad for a sponsor. And, you know, this is something that they could put in meeting chats. They could also put it on the Facebook page. Really, I think the best way to find somebody is just to call them directly because a lot of people don't look at those ads or they feel like, oh, I'm not ready for this. But when somebody asks you directly, a lot of times people will be more willing to say yes. So I think making a phone call is a, is the best way. And then for the last week, week 10, it's good to go over an action plan for how the sponsee will move forward. If they don't have a new sponsor yet, encourage them to keep trying, to keep using the nine tools and meeting with your accountability buddies. And if you want, you can let them know that they can check in with you from time to time. And it just kind of go over how this whole program worked. And we're going to love to get feedback from you guys about how this works, you know, because this is a work in progress. I'm just about done with all my talking. So, you know, does this program work? Well, it's really too soon to tell. So I'm just going to talk about my personal experience. I've had three temporary sponsees using this format. The first person found an accountability buddy and then a permanent sponsor. The second person found an accountability buddy, but then she decided that she wasn't ready to keep working the steps. Um, And the third person is on week five of this. She has an accountability buddy, is thinking about finding a second one, and she has several service positions at meetings. So I feel, you know, like they've gotten immersed in what we've got to offer them. We hope that you will use the syllabus as a guide and you're welcome to make adjustments, you know, that work for you and your sponsee. Like I said before, maybe you're going to want to include having them send food to you, or maybe this timeline is too condensed. You know, it's something that the two of you can negotiate. Um, So now I'm just going to turn this back to Carolina. Thank you, Jenny, for this presentation. Now we'll open the room for questions. We'll start with questions about the 10-week program, and you can address them to Jenny. Afterwards, we can also take general questions about sponsoring. And since we have several current sponsors in the room, we'll invite them to help answer sponsorship questions. And I see Tom had his hand up first. Go ahead, Tom. I would like to comment that uh, the speaker's experience with the sponsorship program has been 100% successful because of all the people that she has helped She has remained abstinent. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Uh, Scarlett, go ahead, please. Hey, everybody. Scarlett here, Compulsive Overeater. Um, Thank you so much, Jenny, for this info and everybody else who's helping out today. Just a quick question about the material. And I'm sure I could figure this out myself if I looked really closely, but I work digitally. Um, I I, I can't think of the last time I printed something. I'm just wondering... Is there anything in the materials list that can only be gotten as like something I order as a paper copy in the mail? Or was, is there a copy of everything available digitally aside from like the books you would pay for? 
Um, I think everything is now digitally available. And I just, I used to think that you could only get the workbook as a hard copy, but now that's digitally, recently has become digitally available on OA.org. So I believe everything on that list is available digitally. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Janet, you're next. Thanks. And thank you all for the presentation. I know that um, there is such a, a, a vast need for sponsors, which is why I showed up today. I have never had a sponsor. So, um, and I'm, I hear you saying that that is a requirement. So uh, I'm not sure that I can go any farther. It's not a require. It's not a requirement. It's just like a suggestion. You know, I mean, it really helps if you have someone else that you can turn to. Um, But you don't have to. I mean, obviously, the first people who ever started this program didn't have sponsors or they sponsored each other or they figured things out. So I think especially doing the temporary part, it's pretty laid out. You've worked the steps, right? So you've got that. Well, yeah, and that's another uh, that's another question that I have. Yes, I've I've worked alternative steps only. And I just have such a gut aversion to the um, OA books. I, I'm i not sure, honestly, that I can bring myself to buy them and read them. But I also hear you saying, Jenny, that, you know, by, by going back and reading them again, you've learned that there are pearls of wisdom. So I'm going to try to open my mind to that. But I'd like to know more about why you do use the OA materials um, um, like when this is a secular audience, because they are the only 12 step books that are dedicated to our eating, you know, our compulsive eating issues. No other 12 step oh, right. book out yeah. there talks about it. And, you know, a lot of books are trying to be, um, you know, addiction agnostic and you go in there and they'll sometimes give you examples of people who have, you know, eating issues. It's just kind of nice to read like a whole book that's about people with eating issues. and. There, there's a lot of triggering stuff in there. The other thing I do really, for me, I like following the OA workbook. I feel like those questions are really good. And those questions are the only workbook questions I've seen, you know, that really talk about eating issues. You know, they really get you focused on that. So that's also why, you know, we worked on trying to have like non-God questions. And I think by using the workbook, it's a real simple way to help somebody work through the steps. You know, you don't have to come up with like a lot of really insightful questions to ask. They're already done and they're there for you. And I know, you know, other um, books like the Jeffrey Munn book has a workbook that goes with it. I'm not, haven't used it, so I don't know, but I do really feel like the OA workbook does have really good questions um, that help you focus on eating, especially in the first, for the first step, there are so many questions in there that help you look at your eating issues. Okay, thanks. I'm going to try to keep an open mind. Uh, Thank you. Lisa, go ahead, please. Um, I noticed, uh, thank you, that was very helpful, Jeannie, and I learned a lot here, and you're very organized, and I like that, because you can know where to start and where to stop. But one of the areas uh, that uh, I've enjoyed about another, you know, a 12-step uh, OA program is that uh, they separate, or many of them separate. It's a possibility. It's a popular way that somebody else does the food. And so I know for me, I have a sponsor in this other OA program, just the regular OA program. And I 
uh, we shared in the beginning, I said, I don't want one. I have a doctor who gives me my plan and I don't need somebody in OA who doesn't even know my program to be commenting on it. It's like, it doesn't, it didn't make sense to me. And that was one of the deciding points for me. And I called five people and all five of them said, no, I'd rather not. So it was kind of a popular way of doing sponsorship is not having anything to do. And they send them off to a nutritionist, etc., and maybe get a food sponsor or whatever. Do you have any feedback on that? Well, I, that's how I would work this program. That's how I work this personally, but I do spend the first week talking about food things, you know, going over the, where do I start brochure, I think is really good. And then where do I start brochure? You know, it says you should talk to a nutritionist. Um, I just don't, you know, I feel like when new people come in here, their biggest concern is dealing with their eating issues. And so I don't want to just say, I'm not talking about that. We're just only working on the steps. And so I do want to spend some time and it since it's in the newcomer packet, it's just, or the newcomer, you know, where do I start? I just like to go over that with them. Um, and some people, you know, maybe they've done both. Like I personally, my pantheist uh, sponsor, she started asking me to send my food to her, you know, after working together for four years, because I was kind of having a little, you know, issue there. And um, it was really helpful. So we work the steps and we do that, you know, but I, I, that's why I was really do suggest that they find an accountability buddy and maybe that person can, you know, they can send their food to them. So I am agreeing with you, but also some people like to do both. So it's kind of, you know, you can tweak this program to make it work for you. And like Janet, if Janet absolutely doesn't want to use the OA materials, you know, she could still follow this, but, you know, figure it out in you know, her own way. It's just kind of a, a step-by-step, you know, groundwork of how to do something. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Are there uh, any more questions about the 10-week program? Otherwise, uh, we could get to your burning questions about uh, sponsoring in general. Hey, go ahead, please. Yeah, this is not a question. It's actually a comment. Uh, my name is Kay. I'm a compulsive overeater, and I've been in program for 12 years, uh, almost three years here in secular and one thing I found is, and mostly this is outside of secular, there are many people who have the initial enthusiasm about finding a sponsor or getting started in a program and say they're going to call you, say let's have a meeting, and then many, many, many of them decide that they don't follow up or within the first meeting they just said, oh, this might not be for me or they kind of fade away. Now, in secular, I've had that same thing happen when I tried to get people started. I did something similar to much, much uh, smaller scale than what Jenny's done here about helping people get started. And I had like maybe eight people approach me, but only one went all the way through and and two others just kind of fell off. So it's something to be prepared for if you've never uh, entered into sponsorship before that People often change their mind. Yeah, I've definitely been ghosted by sponsees. So <laughs> just don't take it personally. Janet has her hand up. Go ahead. Sorry, I will just say I, I never have had a sponsor or been a sponsor, but I have formed some really wonderful, powerful relationships in um, the recovery circle type, I would say, I'm in a couple of recovery circles, and also 
a couple of just peer-to-peer relationships. So um, I really appreciate how much more structured this sponsor relationship can be. And I think all the work you've, you team have put into actually giving a syllabus is terrific because that does give me um, the guidelines if I decide to go ahead and try to do this. So I can see that it is definitely a, it's a different thing from the accountability buddies and from the recovery circles, but those are also extremely valuable. Thank you, Janet. And I think we have time for one more. Scarlett, go ahead, please. Hey, thanks. Um, I'm just wondering if there are any sort of regular meetings of groups of people who are sponsoring where they can chat about, um, you know, uh, challenges or ideas and brainstorm um, things about being a sponsor. Yeah, that would be so great. But I think one of the things is that you have to be careful about the whole anonymity thing, you know, like, oh my gosh, like people would just might find out, you know, you don't want to have your issues being put out there in the world. That's why for me, you know, I have a sponsor and luckily, you know, she's been in the program for freaking 35 years or something. And so she's kind of heard everything. And so I ask her and sometimes if she doesn't know the answer, she'll ask her sponsor, you know, so there's this kind of like whole community that's out there that can help. So that's why it's nice if you already have a sponsor, you know, to be able to turn to them and ask, because that's a private relationship that you have. Yeah. I th- you know, we did do a workshop here before for sponsors and we did kind of talk about those kind of issues. Um, but it's just really like, you know, you got to be careful, especially because we're recording these things. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a great yeah, idea, thanks. but I'm just It makes not a sure. lot of sense. I see. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Any other questions or comments? I just want to say it's really nice to see you guys that I haven't seen for a while. Nice to see you too. Also, <laughs> and also that um, I am someone who started in, in regular OA, found secular and started all my step work and everything through food freedom and the secular website stuff. And it's been so helpful. And now I um, sponsor mainly well, I do, I think what you guys are doing, basically use your stuff and the OA stuff. And I find it's really, really supportive. And I'm so grateful that I started in secular because I have like five accountability buddies that, you know, you don't have to report your food. You can just talk about how your food is going. Someone asked if they could report their food to me. And I was like, sure, but I don't report food because mine, abstinence is just sanity, you know, and, and it turned my, they turned into these incredibly profound relationships and they're so fundamental to my I'm going to say pretty strong recovery. I'm so grateful to you guys because holy Moses, you know, (laughs) I'm grateful. Well, thanks for that feedback. That's nice to hear. Really nice to hear. I'll say that it works to put together. Great. Um, And also about the um, requirements um, that uh, Jenny talked about in the beginning. Um, I also I was also someone who participated basically in the pilot of this. And I can say to your uh, question, uh, Janet, I, that was also my path. I have never had a sponsor. Um, and I still thought, you know, I'd give it a try and uh, see how it works out. And it was like really, like really back and forth for me. I was thinking, you know, like how, how can I possibly sponsor if I haven't had a sponsor before? 
And then I decided, you know, like I don't, um, I don't have to decide that. I can let the um, the sponsee decide that. And I'm just open, you know, like this is this is how it is. Um, I I think I do have something to share in recovery, and then the sponsee can decide if that's um, good enough or not. And on the other hand, like um, I also. Uh, I did try to have a backup plan, like what I would do if I did get into trouble. Like I don't have a sp- personal sponsor, but I, you know I know other really experienced sponsors, and um, you know, like I could always call them and say, "Hey, can I pick your brain about this or that?" So I think it's definitely doable, even if you don't um, have a sponsor. Thank you. Anything else people would like to ask or add? I'll just jump in if I can. I just wanted to say how um, sort of uh, comforting and supportive it is to have this set of guidelines. And like everything I've seen in Secular OA, it's like, here's a template, tweak it to work for you. Um, And I just really appreciate that as like a nudge to um, give sponsoring a try. And it feels like a bit of a, um, like a safety harness to step into it without really not having anything to tether to. Um, so yeah, just I, this has been very, very helpful for me and I think I'm going to use it and just wanted to say thank you very much. That's great to hear. I'm I kind of to- wanted to respond to Scarlett's earlier question about support for sponsors. Um, I think Jenny answered it. Uh, I, I really agree with Jenny about using one's own sponsor. Um, But um, sometimes your own sponsor might know the person that you need advice about. And so I have resorted to in in secular um, uh, overeaters, going back to an old traditional person that I know from the locale that don't attend secular. So I know I can talk to that person about uh, my current situation. They're never going to know who the person is. Um, but the one thing I do is I just mask all the details. So I might know that my sponsor is going through something particularly difficult and I might know the exact thing. But if I talk to the person I'm getting advice from, I just say it's a, it, you know, it's a, it's a family tragedy. I don't say exactly what it is because you know, that's basically how we operate when we share online is we don't need to tell our story. We don't need to tell the details. We just need to tell what are the feelings and behaviors. And, um, and you know, like I really don't know what to do for this person or I'm concerned with my own behavior with my sponsee. Have you ever experienced this before? So I think that sponsors do reach out to other sponsors um, as long as we can keep it, uh, you know, anonymous. Thank you, Kay. Okay, folks, our thanks for everyone who has participated today. It's time to end our program and close the formal portion of our event. We hope you've enjoyed today's presentation. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to support our efforts, please visit secularovereaters.org and consider making a donation.